Your podcast is a powerful tool that serves your audience and your business. But how do you manage it all, bring in new listeners, and convert those listeners into customers? That's what this show is all about. Welcome to Podcasting for Educators. I'm Sarah Whitaker, classroom teacher turned podcast manager, and I'm here to help you get the most out of your show, all while making an impact on other educators. Hey there, this is part two of our talk about podcast show notes. In the previous episode, episode 51, I talked about why you need to have show notes for your podcast. Today, we're looking at some best practices for show notes. I want you to leave this episode with some ideas on what you should definitely include in your show notes and some different ideas for how you can format your unique show notes to match your writing style and the style of your podcast. Before we get into the good stuff, I just want to remind you that I am doing a giveaway to celebrate my 50th episode of Podcasting for Educators. And all you have to do to enter is download my podcast bingo board, which you can find in the show notes for this episode at podcastingforeducators.com slash episode 52, or you can click the link for it in the description in whatever app you are listening on. So just download that bingo board or just take a screenshot of it, and there's different tasks on there that you can choose from. After you do three in a row, you can put that bingo board on your Instagram stories and cross off the three things that you did, then tag me at Podcasting for Educators, and that's all you have to do to enter. If you cross everything off on your bingo board, you get an additional entry. And the prize for this giveaway is a $50 Amazon gift card and a Podcasting for Educators Arctic Tumblr that will be mailed right to your house. Okay, so in episode 51, I talked about how each episode will have its own show notes page, which is essentially set up like a blog post. Now, I like to categorize different kinds of show notes into kind of two different styles. Number one is recap style show notes, and this is kind of a summary of the episode. It tells listeners what they can expect topics that were covered in the episode, but it doesn't necessarily give away specifically what you are teaching in that episode. And then there's a long-form blog post style, and this is where you are including the information that you might be teaching in that episode or that you might be talking about in that episode. So you're kind of putting the core content into that blog style show notes. Let me give you an example of this so that it makes a little bit more sense. An example would be if I were to write these two different style show notes for this exact episode that I'm recording right now, if I were going to do a recap style, it might look something like this. I would start with maybe a two-paragraph summary of the episode. So it might say something like, have you ever wondered exactly what you should include in your show notes for your podcast episodes? The truth is there's no one way to do it. You have lots of options. And then I would continue on and extend that summary a little bit. And then I would have in maybe heading two, I would say in this episode, you'll learn or some topics covered in this episode are, and then I would have some bullet points, like two different kinds of show notes styles, must-haves for show notes, ideas for additional things you can add to your show notes. So just kind of listing out some of the main topics and main speaking points of the episode. 
versus if I was going to do a blog style show note, I would not only list out those main talking points, but I would actually give that information. So instead of just saying, in this episode, you'll learn the two different kinds of show note styles, I would actually list out the two different styles and all of the information about those two different styles. Again, there's no right or wrong way to do this. Either style will work. It just kind of depends what you want as the podcaster. Do you want somebody to go to these show notes and kind of skim through and get a feel for what the episode's going to be about before they go and listen? Or do you want somebody to come to your show notes and actually read all of the information that you're giving in the episode? I know people as podcast listeners who like both styles. So you're not going to please everybody with which one you choose. So go with the one that feels best for you. Regardless of which style you go with, here are some best practices or things that you definitely want to include in your show notes. Number one, of course, would be a title for your episode or for your post. Number two would be an episode player. So this would give people the ability to actually listen to the episode on this show notes page on your website. You get an episode player from your podcast host, whoever you host with, whether that's Libsyn, Buzzsprout, Anchor, Captivate, whoever you host with, they will give you the ability to grab the episode player and put it onto your website. You also want to make sure that you definitely include any links to any resources that you mention in your show notes. You want to give some sort of call to action. You want to include at least one image. So at minimum, I would have a header image at the top of your show notes page And that could look however you want it to. It could be the same image every time and you just switch out the episode number and the episode title, or it could be a different image for each episode, but some sort of image at the top of that page. You also want to have a focused keyword for your show notes, just like you would have for a blog post. And this is when that SEO comes into play. And I'm not going to get into SEO tips for show notes in this episode because that is something that needs to be covered in a completely different episode all of its own, which I will do soon. And then the last thing I would say is a must-have for your show notes is you want to aim to get your show notes to 600 words or more. 600 words is kind of the magic number to increase your chances of getting that post to rank in search results. Those are kind of the must-haves. And then here are some other features that you could include in your show notes. You could include timestamps of episode highlights. So pick out like four to five highlights from your episode and give timestamps for those. This is especially good for longer episodes so that if somebody's coming to that episode for a very specific reason, you can give them those timestamps and they can skim through to get to the parts that they want to listen to. You could include a full transcript of your episode. There are lots of different platforms out there that will do this for you automatically in a matter of minutes. I use otter.ai and I absolutely love it. I will include a link for that in the show notes. And the show notes are going to be at podcastingforeducators.com slash episode 52. If you do a full transcription of your episodes, Otter.ai, I think, does a really, really good job. I think that they're really accurate compared to a lot of the other platforms out there, but you would still want to go through and clean it up and edit it because there's going to be things that are off, like punctuation and spelling and 
and things like that. I did an episode, it was episode 35, called My Favorite Ways to Use Podcast Transcripts. So you can go check out that episode to learn all of the different ways that you can use transcripts for your episodes. Something else that you can include in your show notes are quotes from the episode. I do this from time to time in my show notes. If you want to see an example of this, you can go to episode 48 on my website, and you can see a quote pulled for that episode. And the great thing about including a quote in your show notes is that you can then also use that quote for a social media post. So kind of a two for one. You could also include any kind of embedded form, like if you're promoting an opt-in, you could include a form for people to sign up for your opt-in right there on your show notes page, as well as any other kind of images of any resources that you mentioned. So if you're a TPT seller and you're talking about some of your TPT resources, you could include images of those resources on your show notes page. You could also create kind of a guest spotlight section where you go into more detail about who your guest is, include one or two images of them, This is another place where you could use a quote. If you want to include a quote that your guest said from the episode, that would be a good place to do so. Another great thing to include in your show notes would be if you are on Pinterest, you could actually put the Pinterest image that you're pinning to Pinterest for that specific episode, put that image on your show notes page for that episode. That would be kind of at the bottom, the very bottom of that post. And if you are a video podcaster and you put your podcast up on YouTube or snippets of your episodes up on YouTube, you can actually embed your YouTube video onto your show notes page. And that is another really great thing to do for SEO purposes as well. One other thing that's really good to add to your show notes is previous podcast episodes or any kind of related blog posts if you have an active blog and any of them are related to the to the specific episode that you're writing show notes for, those are really good things to link back to. Again, this is also good for SEO to have some of those internal links on your show notes. If all of this feels like a lot, <laughs> if you've never done show notes before and it feels like a lot of things to think about and a lot of things to include on your show notes page, it does not have to be. You can really work smart here with your show notes. If you create an outline for your episodes, use that outline because probably a lot of that information on your outline is going to be put on your show notes, maybe just cleaned up a little bit. So use your outline. If you're going to use transcripts, transcripts are a great way to be able to quickly pull out content, paste it right into your show notes. My best advice if you are just getting started with show notes is to keep it simple If you're a new podcaster, there's a lot to be learning right now, and it might feel a little bit overwhelming. So if that is you, my advice is to just keep your show notes simple for right now. Do a brief summary, highlight some talking points, add that list of resources if you mention any resources in your episodes, and start there. And you can build on your show notes over time. Now, if you do not have a website, it is okay. There are other options. There's a tool called pod pages where you can create a custom podcast page that is very similar to what you would do on your website and it's very affordable. So I will put that in the show notes if you want to check that out. 
And then a quick reminder for anybody who is in the Podcasting for Educators prep school, there are two lessons specifically on show notes that include templates to get you started and suggestions on how to create show notes with SEO in mind. There's also a lesson all about different ways that you can use transcripts, and I show you how I use otter.ai to create my transcripts. And if you are not in the prep school and you're interested in checking it out, you can do that at podcastingforeducators.com slash prep school. That is all for today. I'll see you in the next episode. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. To keep this conversation going, connect with me on Instagram at podcastingforeducators. I'm always looking for an excuse to talk about podcasting. If you're looking for support in launching, managing, or growing your podcast, check out my online course, The Podcasting for Educators Prep School at podcastingforeducators.com slash prep school. I'll see you here next time.